This is Dream Big with Dina Budano. I'm creating this podcast to give us a space to bring all your ideas to the table. Hey everyone, this is Dina Budano with another podcast, Dream Big with Dina Budano. So I'm excited to be in this dream space with my friend, Beth, we have connected this year. I feel so blessed. I have had so many great people who have come across my path because I have been open to meeting and having just meaningful conversations. So I don't even remember when we had our first conversation. It's probably been several months ago, but I just love you, Beth. You're amazing. I've loved getting to know you. Go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember our first conversation either, but I feel like I met a sister from another mother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just laugh. We have so much in common with our families and our, our faith and our values and what we love to do in our work that it just you know, it's a match made in heaven as far as friendship, as far as I'm concerned. It, um, I'm Beth Hinderrocker, and I actually, I live in California in the Central Valley, and I help people with their health and wellness. I specialize in immune health and help people live um, with longevity and vitality. And I just, I really love that. I'm personally, I'm 58. So I'm kind of on the back 40 of life. <laughs> and I like to tell people I want my back 40 to be even more vital than my front 40. <laughs> yes. That's kind of what I do. I can't believe that you're 58. Wow. I did not know that. I just learned that about you. I don't feel 58. I always tell people I still feel like I'm 19 when I first met my husband. (laughs) Yes. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you're only as old as you feel. Very true. Very true. So this is just a question that's kind of my podcast is kind of taking a little turn. And I, I feel like I want to know these things. I want to know more about, um, the dream space. So I want to know what did you dream about as a young child? You know, I've always been a dreamer and I, I not only dream, but I remember my dreams, which, and I remember them in color. Wow. Isn't that interesting? There's not. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I've always been a big dreamer, which is really interesting because my, my mom was a high school speech and debate coach. She would stand mm-hmm. on the table and throw a cape around her shoulders to teach Shakespeare. And my dad was very, um, you know, engineer. So I had like both opposite ends of the spectrum in my parents. And, and so I, I like to think that maybe my dreaming came from my mom because she was, you know, very flair and theatrical and my practicality came from my dad. So I dream <laughs> a lot. And um, we talk about our dreams around the dining room table. And my prevalent dream as a child was really, I wanted to be a veterinarian. I think because I was an animal lover. I mean, I was that kid that brought home everything and said, oh, can I keep it? I promise I'll feed it. You know, my poor parents, you know, our house was like Dr. Doolittle's, right? But, you know, I I wanted to be a vet, I think, because I I loved cats and dogs and wanted to help them. And that went by the wayside when our vet let me watch a surgery. (laughs) I I, I realized I love petting and holding them, but I don't want to do that. (laughs) So, you know, then I... um, uh, you know, I was, my play space was very rich inside my head, I think because of the dreaming and because my mom came from a, a speech and debate background, I naturally gravitated towards musical theater. 
And so I actually um, grabbed onto the dream of performance and I actually ended up with my undergrad degree in college in um, theater arts and dance. Huge difference from a vet. My dad would have been very happy if I'd been a vet. (laughs) (laughs) From vet to actress, but you know, that's kind of where I went. Loved it. Yeah. Probably because I love public speaking, which meant I could add value to others. That's kind of, I think, where that came from. Mm. And having a mom who's a speech coach, I'm sure, you know, that helped. (laughs) Poor dad. He was overwhelmed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's cute. So tell us how you got started in your current industry where you're at now. Yeah. Well, you know, I, um, I actually fell in love with direct sales after many years of supporting various girlfriends. I would purchase their products and I loved using their products. I'd go to all their parties and um, never really thought about it. I did. I was always an entrepreneur. I never was a nine to fiver and I always had my own companies, but mm-hmm. I fell in love with the business model when I discovered a product that radically changed my life. And then when people noticed and asked, it was just a natural, oh, I could share this. And then I realized the community the sisterhood that was in direct sales. And I just fell in love with it. I just Mm -hmm. fell in love with the business model. And that's, that's kind of, you know, where that started. And it just tied in with health and wellness from there, because that's always been a passion of mine. Yes. I know we have such an amazing, there, there's just nothing else like this community of just the support and the lifting each other up. It's beautiful. And I ran away from it for many years. Like I didn't want to have anything to do with it because I didn't, I had a lot of girlfriends who dabbled, but they never really seriously built and grew. So I didn't look at it as an honest business model. And the people who came after me, literally came after me, were very aggressive because they saw someone who loves public speaking as someone who loved health and wellness and wanted to serve others and saw me as like, oh, she could be a cash cow. That's kind of, kind of the, yeah. the feeling I got from some of those. So I kind of had that ick feeling. And they weren't people that I knew personally, you know, and so there was really no relationship, but I fell in love with it because one of my dearest friends changed my life. And then I was like, oh, okay. Now I see the real love of the industry. So I was, my opinion was completely wrong. So I had a complete reversal and fell in love with it and and have been in love with it ever since. I love that. Yeah. I, I've always, since I was 18 I've always dabbled too a little bit I've always been interested in direct sales and different amazing products that are on the market Mm -hmm. but I never had the uh, support the mentorship Um, and so that's a big thing that's a big deal yeah Um, lifelong friendships made yeah Mm -hmm. you do life together that's what I tell people is it's relationship marketing yeah because you're just your family Yep. Yeah, definitely. So tell us more about uh, extreme health. Oh, well, you know, that's one of those little things that God just kind of gave me. You know, I have a lot of things that I point to. I don't work multiple companies, but I have people I know in multiple companies and I have a lot of knowledge from my own health journey in all the years. So I, I point to a lot of things and Christ is at the center of everything I do, at least I try to keep it that way. And so I spell extreme capital S capital S and then T R E A M like a stream of water. Mm. And so the X to me represents a cross, just kind of leaning on its side, but holding up the word stream, which is Jesus, the water of life. And um, so it's just a reminder to me that Christ uh, needs to be at the center of, of all of my choices. And because I focus on natural health alternatives 
it just made sense to me. This water is vital for everybody. And, um, you know, it just, uh, it's the, it's, it's the name of my umbrella name for all the, all the things I can point people to. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And water is so healing. Yes. So much healing with water. Um, so what, what kind of guide us through, um, your background and how that helped you serve your, serve you in your current field? Like, I know, you know, just knowing a little bit about you, I think your background is really, um, great for people to see how you can use what happens in your life for present day. Very true. Well, and isn't that the truth? Whenever we meet someone in the direct sales industry that's super passionate about the product they have, it always comes out of a personal story. Mm -hmm. Because you're passionate about what you know changed your life. And it's pretty much the same for me. So gosh, my journey literally began the day I was born because I was born, today we'd use the term ultra preemie. Mm -hmm. I was born three and a half months early and I weighed just over two pounds way back in 1962. So they didn't know what the heck to do with me. They had no clue. They didn't have NICUs and preemie units. And back then they didn't even know if you'd survive. So what they do is they'd fill you with tetracycline just to make sure nothing would happen. And if you lived, you lived. And if you didn't, you didn't, that's just the way it was. But when you're two pounds, 10 ounces and three and a half months early, your gut lining and your lungs have not completely formed. So then when you wash the system in tetracycline, it crashes your immune system and it crashes your adrenals long-term. And so I was that kid that grew up immunocompromised my entire life. And I I wasn't like a weakling, sickly little kid, but winters were rough. So from the beginning of October to the beginning of March, every year, I was that kid who was, I was always sick. The majority of my schoolwork was done from home from my sick bed. And, you know, other kids would get a cold. I'd end up with pneumonia. Other kids would have strep throat. I would, I would end up with like scarlatina, which is like scarlet fever. And so I just battled winter. And that's part of why my parents moved from Michigan, where I was born, to California to be where it was warmer Mm -hmm. because I needed that. And so um, fast forward to adulthood when my kids were born and all my kids came out sick, probably because I had that genetic propensity for gut and, and, you know, gut issues and lung issues. And so at that point, I said, line in the sand. There's, there's got to be something I can do because now we're 31 years later. There, There has to be advances, things I can do from home that will boost my family's immune system so that we don't end up at the doctor so much. My kids lived on antibiotics for ear infections and asthma. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, I, I, I refuse to repeat my childhood because we're 30 years later now. So I just ended up networking. Anybody I heard talking about asthma, I'd say, Ooh, your child has asthma. Can I ask you some questions? I'm looking to learn some things. And, and I learned a lot and we actually ended up completely beating childhood asthma in all three of my kids. They all ended up division one, elite scholarship collegiate athletes after the, you know, wow. pediatrician said, Oh no, you'll have to keep them inside their whole lives. They'll never play sports. We beat Crohn's disease with my middle daughter who now is in grad school to be a nurse. I'm so proud of her. Mm. And, um, and, and then I literally came from death's door. I got sick in 2005 and was in bed for three years. And I came back from that to being vitally healthy. And so I, I just did a lot of knowledge gleaning. And as people saw me go from death's door to vital health again, they're like, oh, I've got someone in my family who's kind of having the same things you had. What did you do? And so it just naturally, we all share information when we've been blessed with it. And I shared the products that helped me and it just grew from there and it actually turned into a business. And I wasn't expecting it to, and it did, but it just gives me such joy to offer hope and healing to people. 
to be an option, you know, and if I don't have an answer, I'll find someone who does. And if I don't have the product they need, I'll point them to someone who does. So, Love it. Yeah. yeah. I can't so, imagine you being that tiny. <laughs> yeah. Your dad must've been able to hold you just in your hand. Yeah. I actually have a picture in my scrapbook, a little black and white newspaper picture. Cause I, I was the smallest baby in the state of Michigan for like 35 years. Oh. And so there's a picture of him holding me in the palm of his hand and that, my head is at his fingertip and my toes are at the base of his palm. And they actually had to go to a toy store and buy a doll dress to put on me <laughs> to bring oh me home from the hospital. <laughs> I can't you know? even imagine like little diapers and all of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't cry. I had no cry because I was so weak. So their cat would sleep right underneath my crib. And when the cat heard me stirring, it would go jump on my dad's chest and lick my dad's face to wake him up, to alert him that he needed to go check on me to feed me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Pretty cute. My dad loved that tale. That was one of his oh, favorite childhood stories. <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah. Well, walk us through, this is just one of my favorite questions because you know, anything we do, anytime we're doing something new or putting ourselves out there, there's always that fear, that doubt that's right there present with us. So walk us through kind of your first client that you had um, with health, someone that you were helping through solve that problem for them mm -hmm. with their health. So walk us through that. Yeah. Just did, how did it feel for you? You know, it felt so liberating because because I had some issues with my health for years where I just felt I couldn't get any answers or no one had an answer that wasn't, if you're ill, take a pill. You know, I was looking for something outside that. Yeah. I banged my head against the wall and felt very frustrated, so to speak, for many, many years because I knew there were answers and there wasn't anybody who could give them to me. So as I went along my own personal journey, I just kept journal after journal after journal of notes because I didn't want to forget my journey. I wanted to be grateful for it. And then when people would come to me and, and ask me, what did you do? I'd go back to the journals and I'd open them and I'd say, okay, this was where I was. This is what helped me. Maybe it'll help you. And then when it turned into an actual business where I had found products that I could fully stand behind and represent, um, at first I was terrified because now I wasn't just sharing out of the goodness of my heart because I love them. I was actually taking their money for a product and it was like, oh my gosh, if they don't get the result I got, then they're going to be disappointed. They're going to be mad. I mean, I went through the whole, you know, your gut royals and you're like, oh, and you're almost afraid to call and see if it did work. And, you know, that she called me, she goes, oh my goodness, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. I feel so much better. And I literally hung up the phone and cried. Mm. I literally, it wasn't that I was crying out of fear or relief. I was crying because I was so happy because I knew her struggle. And that lit a fire under me like nothing else, because I knew now I can do this. I can share with confidence. Yeah. That yeah. first one, it, I was yeah. terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but it is so good. It's so good. Yeah. So what is your key motivation for doing this today? Mm. That's a great question, Dina. I think that my, my key motivation is helping other people find freedom. Now, freedom can mean many things. It could be freedom from physical illness or chronic pain or inflammation. It could also be the freedom to live the life they want to live with financial success, what, whatever they want. You know, I, I fully believe in using two ears more than one mouth. <laughs> so I do a lot of question asking and a lot of listening and 
if they are looking for financial freedom and they are interested, then I would love to partner with them and help them. If not, and they just want product, I would love to bless them and help them. And I think knowing that I can offer freedom in both those areas is super exciting. I'm sure you feel the same way, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Yep. It feels really good. Yeah. So this is a new question I'm, I'm excited to um, start asking. And, um, it's really one that I think is so, can be so powerful. Um, how has network marketing impacted your life? And what is your favorite thing about this business model? Ooh, that's a great question. Okay. Now you're going to have to share your answer with me too, because I want to hear okay. yours. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I think mine goes back to what I said before, where for years, I never thought I would engage in network marketing. And mm-hmm. all it took was that one friend who changed my life with a product because she was patient and mm-hmm. she was kind. And mm-hmm. she allowed me to explore at my own pace. Mm-hmm. And she allowed me to fall in love with the product first, because that's what I needed at that point in time. And then she invited me to an event where I met others and I saw the community. And for me, that was important. I needed to see and be physically present in the community to catch the vision of what this industry can do when done right. And then, then I was excited. And so um, I fell in love with not only giving products to people that would help them, but on the business side, I fell in love with helping people launch and grow their business because I, I understand the frustration of not loving what you do on the daily and, mm-hmm. and wanting something else. And so maybe you have to do something along on the side until it can overtake the full time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll have people who will join my team and all of a sudden they want to replace their full time income. And like, ooh, put, put the pedal on the, just take a step back. We can move at whatever pace you want, but don't quit your job. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. um, and you know, that's excitement. And I, and I love seeing that and I love fostering that. And I love, you know, I always, I raised my kids telling them to dream big, mm-hmm. which I think is why you and I connected so quickly in the beginning. I told them, I always told them run with joy and dream big, always dream as big as you can dream. Never limit yourself in your dreams because when you limit yourself in your dreams is when you make your world very small. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I got to watch my kids dream big in their sports and they got to watch me dream big growing my career in this industry. And now on the flip side, they're all adults. They're 22 to 27 grown, two of them already married. And my son just getting ready to start his full-time profession as a firefighter. And they all tell me that they've really loved growing up and seeing their dad and I model what we told them to do. Mm. That's the biggest compliment that my kids could ever give me that we told them to dream big and run with joy, but they saw us do it, you know, Um, and we didn't do it perfectly. Nobody ever does it perfectly. You know, we were willing to fall down and get back up and learn. But, um, that's one of the best compliments that my kids could have ever given me as a parent, because then I feel like I'm, I modeled something, um, beneficial for them. Yeah. So I really, I love helping. I love helping people, uh, grow a business. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sure you you probably feel the same, don't you, my friend? You know, I just from the time I was a little girl, I always wanted to own my own business because I wanted to 
I love people so much and I love helping them. And I just, I loved that curated space where you could get to do that. I just didn't understand how impactful it could be in, in this business industry. Mm-hmm. I just didn't realize how much more people you can touch or know or get to be influenced by and um, even just all of the amazing products that are out there. Like I would much rather buy from my, you know, sisterhood because Mm. I know those products are excellent and good. And um, well, we're supporting a family when we do so. We're putting food on the table. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. And I I think what really cemented me in this industry was the the first, very first company I jumped into was skincare and I loved it and it was great. And I had at that point just met who my very best friend in the world is to this day, all those years ago, I had just gotten to know her and she was, she was part of my upline and Mm -hmm. uh, we had just gotten to know each other. So many things in common, brand new friendship. And my dad died suddenly. Like mm-hmm. instantly, I mean, I was a daddy's girl. I mean, it, it just rocked my world. Mm-hmm. And that was the day I had a giant, massive in-home party for another one of my really good friends. And she was going to come along and help me out. And um, I couldn't do it. I was like, my dad literally dropped dead. I got the phone call in church and I had to drop and run. I had to get in the car and drive to Northern California and take care of my mom for months. And mm-hmm. I called her, her friend's Lori, and she's just one of my dearest friends. And I said, I don't know what to do. And she goes, I'll do it. You just go, don't worry about it. Text me anyone else that you need to have taken care of. And my daughter-in-law and I, who are your upline, we will take care of everyone for you. You go, you take care of your mom. I was like, are you serious? I'm like, what do I owe you? And she goes, what? No, no, we're family. No, 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 you go. And I literally rank advanced twice (laughs) without doing a thing while I was taking care of my mom for three months. They took care of everything for me. And that's that's the level of family that I fell in love with in this industry. And they have gone on to just not, not because of that, but that's just their servant heartedness. And um, I was like, Oh, I'm, you got me for life here now in this industry because of the servant heartedness I've experienced firsthand and seen. And that spoke volumes to me, volumes to me that I could, I could walk away because business didn't matter at that point. You know, I'd lost my daddy and I needed to be with my mommy. Yeah. And I just got to go and do that and minister to my mom and lift up my mom and be with my sister and um, business took care of itself. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to ask for time off. I didn't have to ask for bereavement leave. I didn't have to ask for vacation. I didn't get docked pay. I actually rank advanced and made pay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that actually allowed me to take care of my mom financially. Yeah. Yeah. So many mm-hmm. gifts in that. So many gifts in that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, I just love the community. Like the the people that I met through this are phenomenal. I would have mm. never met so many amazing people had I stayed with what I was doing before. My, my world would have been so small. So I love that big, you know, openness of what this brings for us too. Yes. Well, my last question is my favorite question (laughs) and it's always a surprise so it's completely spontaneous um I like to say 
it can be big, it can be small. It's, there's no, there's no um, parameters on this. I want to know what is your next dream big? Oh, and I know it right away because I've been yes. doing it for 10 years. So okay. my dream for the past 10 years on my bucket list that I'm working towards is uh, we moved here to central California to be near my daughter, but also because there's land, there's farmland. Mm-hmm. And my dream for a long time has been to buy two to two and a half acre plot, be completely off the grid, self-sufficient, growing all my own food with my own solar energy. And I would mm-hmm. like to build a health and wellness retreat center where mm-hmm. I can, um, I'll focus on my focus where my choice would be women of our age or older who've raised their kids, spent themselves emotionally and physically and not taking care of themselves. I would love to be a place to come where they can get away and they can just soak in the Holy spirit and they can wander through beautiful gardens and, um, you know, offer the ability, I can offer the ability to teach, you know, about their health so they can take some things home to empower themselves and their family, but just be a place to unplug in nature and just have their bodies and souls ministered to. Mm. That's my dream big. For, that's my next dream big. I love that. <laughs> and I will be holding that vision for you, you whenever I see you now. Now that I you. now that I know that. I love that. Well, this has been so much fun visiting with you Thank and you. just being in this, bringing our ideas to the table place. And... Um, I will make sure everyone knows how to get connected with you. And I just love, you know, how you've helped me with my health journeys just so far this year, just with all of the stress of what this last year, or especially 2020 held for us. Um, just amazing to have that support and um, just being able to be in a place a better place where you can move and feel good and so i love that Um, you likewise too you've taken care of my luscious locks beautifully (laughs) (laughs) and now my husband's and um just so so happy i love it it's lovely to bless one another isn't it yes it really is it really is and you really feel that kindredness too um that's there so anything else that you would like to share with the audience before we close? No, I just agree with you that people need to dream big, no matter what your age. Don't stop dreaming. Yeah. Don't stop dreaming. Yep. There's, you know, some days where I just want to sit on the couch and watch TV all day. And I'm like, do I, am I really, do I really want to be that person going into <laughs> this next chapter? <laughs> So I have to keep, you know, my, 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 uh, survival brain yeah. is always at the, um, place of saying, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> Good for you. Um, but I just really, you know, I'm inspired by you. I'm so happy to know you as a friend and even just, I always like to look ahead and see where my, um, where things are going, like where my life, what my life can look like. So I just love your energy and your spirit and your heart for others. So it's beautiful. Thank you. I feel the same, my dear. And, um, for everyone listening, thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I hope you heard something that just inspired you today 
whether it's, you know, saying yes to something new or being open, you just never know where your life will take you. And, um, you know, playing big is, there's a lot of fun in that. And so um, I always like to lead my podcast um, with dream big and pray bigger because our world really needs you. And it's so true. So thank you everyone for listening. Have an amazing week. We are getting to springtime and sunshine. We made it through winter. (laughs) 